Welcome to Seeds of Hope. Listen now to this encouraging and uplifting message of faith and trust in our Lord, shared by Father Mike Moore. Whenever there are big moments in our lives, big joyful moments like weddings, baptisms, graduations, there's something inside of us as human beings that we want to get together. The family wants to get together. Friends want to come together. We want to celebrate together. And the same thing happens when there's tragedies in our lives or great loss. Isn't it true? When someone we know, we love, dies, we want to get together. We want to be there, especially for the immediate family. And they want to be together. And what comes out almost spontaneously are all of our feelings. And as human beings, we have feelings all across the board. It's just the way we are. We can be remembering a happy moment with our loved one and a smile comes to our face. Or we remember something funny and we start laughing. In the next 30 seconds, we can experience a great wave of grief right on top of that. It's the way we are. We have all those feelings at the same time. And when we get together, we have a chance to get some of that out, to express some of it, to share it with each other. And in that sharing, and in that walking together, in that moment, there's some comfort that comes. There's support that comes. That's why we've gathered here today. We're all remembering loved ones. Maybe it's happened just a few weeks ago. Maybe it's already years ago, but there are times still that the pain is right there still. We still miss them so much. I was thinking about why is All Souls Day on November the 2nd? Now, obviously the church wanted to put it right up against All Saints Day because the two feast days go together. But think about this time of the year, not so much in Florida, but in a northern climate where it's cooler. What's happening around November the 2nd? Usually the leaves have turned their beautiful symphony of colors. And by this time, they're starting to fall. And maybe they're almost all gone. Is there some symbol in the season of the year that speaks to our emotions at this time. Gerard Manley Hopkins was a Jesuit priest. Maybe some of you have run into his poems at some time. He lived in the 1800s. You know, he wrote all kinds of poems. He never knew that anybody else would really appreciate these poems. They weren't published until 30 years after he died. He did all that beautiful writing and he never got to see how people reacted to it how it touched their lives i want to talk about one poem he wrote called spring and fall and he wrote it as if he was talking to a little girl and her name was margaret he must have witnessed this he noticed this little girl at this time of the year looking up 
and seeing how all the beautiful leaves were falling down. And maybe she said something, or maybe there was a tear in her eye, because she was sad that these leaves were gone. And Gerard Manley Hopkins writes this poem about Margaret. You're looking at the leaves now falling to the ground and dying. And as you get older, he says, your heart will grow colder. In other words, as we get older, we realize that there's nothing that lasts on this planet. And then the last two lines are these. It is this blight man was made for. It is Margaret that you grieve for. That's the kind of the punchline. He's really telling Margaret, when you're crying for those leaves, you're really crying about the fact that you're gonna die one day. And so are the people you love. It's a powerful, profound poem. So we come together with these memories. You know, the readings today are so powerful. That reading from Wisdom, the author of Wisdom proclaims boldly that life goes on. In the view of the eyes of the foolish, they seem to be gone. And they're passing away with thought and affliction. But they are at peace. They dart about like sparks among stubble. He talks boldly about the life after this life. And then Paul, he speaks confidently. And he uses these different images as well. He talks about as I'm getting older and I'm growing in afflictions, and he was talking about not only personal probably growing older, but also the afflictions he was experiencing because he preached about Jesus and some people didn't like it. And he would be tortured and imprisoned and beaten. And he says, as I am being afflicted in my body, inside, I'm growing. I'm growing and growing in Christ. Now you might ask, how is Paul so brave? How is he so convicted? Remember, he saw Christ on that road to Damascus. He knew Christ was alive and risen. And then there's Jesus, who talks about the seed that dies. As um, Father was reading that reading, I was looking at these oak trees that you're having some shade under. You know, all these beautiful oak trees, they all started this small. A little acorn, and unless that acorn was broken, the little seed inside, unless it was broken under the ground, buried, those trees could never grow. But because they were buried, look at the life. And we know oak trees that go over back hundreds of years. Another symbol that Jesus used for his truth, that he came to give us life, life eternal. So I'd like to close with this as we continue to pray for our loved ones. I've heard theologians say, because sometimes people will say, how long do I have to pray? How do I know when they're, when they, when they're there? The pilgrimages, they've gone through purgatory, they're in heaven. How can I know when that is? Most of the theologians will say, you can't think about time in the same way in these two dimensions of reality. We go through our chronological time 
it's most likely that something's very different in heaven. It's a mystery. And, and the Lord talks about aspects of that mystery, but he really leaves it mysterious. This is what they say. Whenever I say a prayer for a loved one, and I feel love in my heart for the person who I care about so much, that prayer, that grace is right with them wherever they are. No matter what time in my life I say it, it's right with them when they need it. It seems to make so much sense. The mystery of prayer, our tradition, points to that. So I, my, one of my pastors, when I was a young priest, was Father John Latondres. He was a pastor of St. Ignatius in Tarpon Springs. I have many mentors in life, but he's, I think, my chief mentor. He taught me so many things. And I used to look at him. He was ordained 37 years. And I would look at him and say, boy, I hope when I'm 37 years ordained, I love being a priest as much as he does. He was such a happy person. People were attracted to him because they saw this joy in him, especially the young people. Well, he used to tell this story at many of his funeral homilies for the parishioners. So one day he was in a little strip mall like we have right around here. And he was in a, on his day off, so he wasn't dressed in a clerical garb. And one of the teenagers in the parish recognized him from across the parking lot, like, so where you all are sitting. And the young man calls out, hey, Father John, how you doing? Father John looked back there and without hesitation, because the kid asked him, where are you going? I'm going to heaven. So this young man was a little embarrassed, you know, talking about religion in public. He said, yeah, I know that, but where are you really going? And Father John looks over there and he said, Tommy, I am really going to heaven. So now young man was getting a little perturbed. He said, Father, cut it out. I know that. Where are you really, really going? And Father John always got a smirk before the punchline. And he looked over there and he said, Tommy, I am really, really going to heaven. But I'm going to stop off at Publix on the way. You know, Father John told that story because it's so true, isn't it? And that we're, then I realized why he was always so happy. He knew where he was going every day. Every day it was right on his mind, I'm going to heaven. So as we continue our prayers for our loved ones, we look forward. We can't wait, in some sense, to be with them again. For that, you know, there's the images all through the scriptures of the great banquet in heaven. All kinds of images about how we will be together. The communion of saints we celebrated yesterday is a powerful witness to that reality. We are not alone. There's a communion between heaven and earth. Let's pray together now. We pray for all of those who have died. May they rest in peace. Amen. May their souls and all the souls of the faithful departed, to the mercy of God, rest in peace. Amen. If you found this episode helpful, please share it with someone you know. 
God bless you. If you would like to subscribe to the Seeds of Hope Reflections, just search Seeds of Hope with Father Mike in your web browser or wherever podcasts are available.